0: Hello, hello, everyone, hola, hola. Welcome to the Pediatric Speech Sister Show. I'm your sis, Melanie White-Evans. I'm a bilingual pediatric speech-language pathologist and cultural compatibility consultant here to learn with you and discuss more ways we can uplift culturally diverse communities in our professions and day-to-day lives. This podcast is for you. If you're ready to address the disparities in the United States healthcare and academic systems, and are looking for more ways you can be culturally competent in your careers. Tune in weekly as I introduce mind-shifting topics that will support service-based professionals and students alike on our cultural competency journeys. Let's get into today's episode. Hello family. Welcome back to the pediatric speech sister show. I am going to talk about culture today. We hear the word culture almost every day, right? We're talking about cultural competency. We talk about cultural responsiveness, culturally responsive teaching. We talk about cultural competency, cultural humility, but what exactly is culture? Well, According to researcher, Mariner Axner, culture refers to a group or community which shares common experiences that shape the way its members understand the world. Culture can also include a group we join or become a part of. Ashes says culture and cultural diversity can incorporate a variety of factors, including but not limited to age, disability, ethnicity, gender identity, national origin, race, religion, sex, sexual orientation, and veteran status. Culture also includes linguistic diversity which tells us all of the various dialects and languages that we can incorporate in our society. I will include links to these articles in the show notes. The reason why I want to talk about culture today is because we are in 2023 and the next step in our cultural competency journeys and the next step in DEI training, diversity, equity and inclusion training is to understand culture in a new way. Not only that, but to understand how we as individuals identify with each other's cultures or with your own cultures. So let's take for example, myself. I am a black woman. So I am black, that's my race. I'm a woman, that's my identified gender and I am a speech language pathologist. Okay, that's my job. I'm a part of that, the speechy culture. I'm a part of the speechy community. Not only that, your culture can also deal with your geographical location and it can change as you move around. So my background, I was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I have some Midwestern influence. I moved to Washington, D.C. So I have that Northeast big city influence. Then I moved to Houston, Texas, where I have that down South big city influence. I love me some good food. Shout out to all my Houston Texans listening to this. All of these things make me me. But the next step, now that I've included and thought about this is my culture, this is what I identify with. Now I must think about the ways that my culture affects how I move throughout society. So as a black woman, I have to understand that people might be offended that I'm black. I'm a dark skinned black woman at that. So they might be offended at the color of my skin. They might be offended at the fact that I am a black person who is progressing and changing the status quo and who speaks out against inequalities that has been the status quo not only am i black but i'm a woman which historically women have had a really hard time we talk about the women's suffrage movement so there are people who are offended because i'm a black woman in society doing the thing moving forward people don't like that i might step into work environments i might step into buildings i actually have a story about one time i was walking into a starbucks in Virginia, and I was asking where the bathroom was. There is a guy sweeping the floor, mopping the floor. He looked up at me when I said, excuse me, and then his smile wiped off of his face, and then he looked back down. And I said, excuse me, where's the bathroom? As he's sweeping, he just points to the direction of the bathroom. Like he was afraid to talk to me. Here's another one. I was actually on Georgetown's campus and this person who I was asking, let me backtrack. I was on Georgetown's campus and I was looking for the basketball stadium. I didn't know that the basketball stadium was actually off campus. So I'm like, okay, well I see this guy walking. Looks like he goes here. Let me ask him. Mind you, this guy was a person of color too. However, I'm sure that he wasn't born in the United States and i am literally asking for his attention excuse me excuse me excuse me excuse me and he just keeps on walking as if clearly frankly like he didn't want to talk to me and as if maybe i was bothering him also as if i were someone on the street who was looking crazy someone who could harm him is what I'm trying to say. That's how he was interacting with me. As a black woman, I've had workplace trauma as well, just by being a black woman. The list goes on and I went on a tangent with that. But taking myself as a black woman and looking at perhaps another culture, let's say a Hispanic woman, She's going to have a whole bunch of different experiences than what I'm used to. So the way that her culture responds to certain things, certain attitudes, certain values, might look differently than what my culture will respond to and the values that I have. Why is all of this important? Why is it important for me to understand my culture and for me to understand another person's culture? I'm glad you asked. It's important so that way we can merge the two and create a harmonious environment. Simply put, if we wanna have harmony in our society, in our work settings, in our therapy sessions, in our interpersonal communications and collaborations, understanding your personal culture and the culture of the other person, this is the first step. So I do have a homework assignment for anybody listening to this write down what your culture is write down the cultures that you identify mostly with then reflect on how and why you identify with these cultures maybe you are of a bilingual background in spanish And so you know that your personal culture, you have a mix of American culture and you have a mix of Latin culture. And so that's affected how you moved throughout your education experience. Whatever the case may be, think about it. Think about how it impacts you in the best ways and even how it impacts you in the worst ways. Then after that, go ahead and take it a step further and think about a culture that you wanna learn more about. Maybe you want to learn more about the LGBTQ community. I really challenge you to, you can choose a profile, for example, maybe you have an LGBTQ client who is transitioned to a female. Think about the impact that she has, the experiences that she's going through. Maybe she has healthcare trauma. Maybe she has trauma being in the school and doing the name change and not being accepted by her peers. Sadly, the list goes on with the disparities and the challenges that the LGBTQ culture and community have, right? So that is it for today. Think about your culture and I will see you next episode. Well, family, that's the episode. What did you think? Wherever you're listening, I'd appreciate if you left a review. Your feedback means a lot to me and helps me find more ways to help you on your journeys. If you're looking for more ways to expand your cultural compatibility in your clinical practices, follow me on Instagram at Pediatric Speech Sister and check out my newsletter for more show updates. I'll include all these links in the show notes. Until then, I'll see you next week.